the Blue Jackets are out of the playoffs, but the Monsters are still well in the chase. We're going to talk about that today and look ahead to tomorrow's game for the, Mon- for the Blue Jackets against the St. Louis Blues on today's Locked on Blue Jackets. Your Locked on Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am, as always, your host, Jay Foster, here to bring you news, stories, uh, the good, the bad and the ugly about your favorite team and mine, the Columbus Blue Jackets. Before we get started, thank everyone for making this your first listen of the day every day. Locked On Blue Jackets continues to be free and available on all podcast platforms. We're over on YouTube. So uh, if you haven't subscribed over there, please be free to do so. It helps me out. It helps you out. Everybody wins. You can click the little bell button underneath this video and you will get notifications when new episodes go live. So uh, that's very exciting, in my opinion. Um, Today, we are going to be talking about the Cleveland Monsters for the most part. But I wanted to uh, just start off by doing a little bit of a rundown on tomorrow night's game for the Blue Jackets, uh, because it feels like it's been a million years since they played. It hasn't. It's been like four. But in the NHL, four days feels like a million years. Uh, They're playing the St. Louis Blues for the second time this season. uh, They lost their first attempt. Uh, It was a 5-2 win for the Blues way back in October. It was like the second or third game of the season. I feel like back when, you know, we still had hope and dreams and all of that good stuff um the blues have kind of fallen off a little bit this season um they are not nearly as good as they were supposed to be um they are not in the kind of lottery talk yet but they are at the bottom of the central they are in conversation for a top 10 draft pick which is uh unexpected i think it's probably the best way to uh to say that um, they have some some good players that have been performing well. Uh, for example, uh, Jordan Cairo has had a real kind of come out season. He's at 58 points. Pavel Buknevich, who they got from the Rangers last season, has 56 points. Robert Thomas has 55 points. You know, they have they have guys. Um, could they use some help on defense? Almost definitely. But uh, they did trade... Um, Ryan O'Reilly, and they traded Vladimir Tarasenko near the deadline. So that does imply that they are kind of rebuilding on the fly. They were kind of rumored to be in for the Timo Meyer deal, which seems suspicious because I don't know why you would sell a bunch of old contracts just to get a brand new big contract, but whatever. Um, in terms of the Blues, Pavel McNabich has 11 points in his last five games, eight assists and three goals. Uh the goaltending has been subpar, I will say. Uh, Jordan Bennington has an 894 save percentage and a 22, 23, and 5 record. Uh, Thomas Grice is performing a little better with a 900 save percentage and a 6 and 8 record. But needless to say, the goaltending, which I feel like used to be a strength for the Blues, has just not been there. Um, so. You hate to see it. You really do. Um, I have no strong feelings one way or the other about the Blues. Um, I would like to win tonight's game, but I don't know how likely that is. Uh, The Blues, like I said, they're not 
a bottom feeder team like, you know, the Sharks, who the Blue Jackets are going to play on Tuesday, but they are not the powerhouse that they were, you know, a couple of seasons ago where they went from the bottom of the standings all the way to the Stanley Cup. Um, they're probably not making the playoffs. Um, I don't know what the West is like at the minute. It's kind of a mess, but I I would not be surprised to see them miss the playoffs. Um, they are, I believe, 25th, 24th or 25th in the league right now. So, you know, strange things have happened. But um, in terms of team stats, they are 22nd on the power play and 20th on the penalty kill. Both of those are better than the Blue Jackets, but not by much. The Blue Jackets have managed to climb up to 26th on the power play, which is very exciting for me. Uh, they have a dead-on 50% face-off win, which is better than the Blue Jackets. Uh, they score more goals per game, and they allow fewer goals per game, but only just. Uh, they allow 3.66 per game. The Blue Jackets allow 3.72. Again, the Blue Jackets have managed to crawl out of the basement in a lot of these. They are 29th in goals for and goals against per game, but I will take that over the kind of 31st, 32nd that they have been hovering at all season. Um, for the Blue Jackets, Patrick Laine is a, definitely a guy to watch. He's got three goals in his last five games. Um, everyone else, apparently, like the the guy leading assists for the last five games is Erica Branson with two. So it's not great out here. Um, Johnny Gaudreau still leading the way in points. He's got 55. Patrick Laine has 43. Uh, he's really kind of, he's on a, a heater at the minute, uh, 43 points in 49 games. Obviously, he's missed a bunch of time due to injury this season, but it's really great to see him picking up. And uh, he hit 20 goals, so will he hit 30? There's an outside chance, I think. There's 20 games left. So if he scores a goal every other game, that's a 30-goal season for Patrick Lyon. So I feel pretty pretty confident about that. Boone Jenner is a goal away from 20. Uh, Kira Marchenko is four goals away from 20. So, you know, there is there are things to like about uh, about what's happening. It's just not on defense. Um, apart from Adam Boquist, who continues to uh, succeed, in my opinion. Um, he's got 18 points in 31 games. Uh, all of those, I believe, have come since returning from that second injury. Um, so he missed, like... He played three games and then left and then got hurt and then came back. Uh, so... I feel like 18 points in, I want to say like 25 games or something. So that's, you know, good to see on a team that has, again, struggled with offense from the defense basically all season since losing um, Wierenski very early on. You know, like Wierenski had eight points in 13 games until he got hurt, you know, so it's it's tough out there. Um, Elvis continues to to improve, I think. Um, he still only has seven wins on the season, which feels very bad. But he looked good against the Penguins until he left injury. I don't know what the situation is going to be in terms of who's starting tomorrow. I'd like to think that having those four days off has probably been good for him in terms of, you know, getting better for recovering from this illness. But we just don't know. Um, I would not be surprised to see Michael Hutchinson, uh, but it would make me a little bit nervous. Um, in terms of predictions... I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, I feel like every time I predict a win, I get told, actually, this is wrong. Uh, but I also don't want to predict a loss. So um, I'm going to predict that Johnny Gaudreau opens the scoring for reasons of, I feel like it's been a minute since he scored a goal. Um, so I would like to see that. I'm going to go with, you know what? 
I'm going to go with a 5-3 Blue Jackets win. Um, why? Who's to say? I think there's going to be an empty netter in there, but I'm, you know what? If, if I keep predicting, then eventually I'm going to get it right, you know? Um, so that's my predictions. That's my preview for the game tomorrow. In a minute, we are going to talk about the Cleveland Monsters. Like I said at the top of the show, they are well in the mix for a playoff spot. Uh, unlike the Blue Jackets, who continue to uh, sit 32nd in the league. But hey, Bedard, 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 right? Uh, so we're going to talk about the Monsters in just a minute. But first, I've got to tell you all about FanDuel, because it's America's number one sports book. If you are a new customer to FanDuel, don't worry, uh, because you are going to get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That means that if you place money on your first bet and you don't win, you will get that back in bonus bets to try again. So that's really awesome. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, it's secure, it's super easy to use. You can bet anything from Moneyline to point scorers, and you can combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same game parlay. So that means that if you bet on the Blue Jackets to win tomorrow night and you also bet on Johnny Gaudreau scoring a goal, you will make more money with a same game parlay than you would placing two separate bets. So that's something really cool that FanDuel does. So don't miss the chance to get your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That is FanDuel.com slash locked on. Just to learn more, make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA and also us, the Locked On Podcast Network. Let's talk monsters, because like I said, the monsters have massively improved from last season where they were just terrible um, and they had a big win uh, as the Blue Jackets were ruining their 4 nothing lead over the Penguins. The monsters came out to a 3 nothing lead over the Griffins uh, and finally would end up winning 4-1. Igor Chinikov, who is down there, uh, I believe on a conditioning stint. Um, then you can, I believe he's down there on a conditioning stint right now, so he will be back soon, but great to see him performing, uh, for the Monsters. Uh, he, I believe, had one game at the start of the season with the Monsters and then, uh, ended up getting called up and staying. Uh, also really great to see Roman Ashan with a multi-point game. Uh, Trafix Wolanski also had a multi-point game before Owen Sillinger added uh, an empty net goal at the end to secure the win. Really big win. Uh, Daniil Tarasov has returned from injury, which is great to see. Uh, really, really good. Good news for the uh, Monsters and good news for the Blue Jackets as well. So he made 26 saves for the win, and I would expect to see a lot from Daniil Tarasov as we get down the stretch. Um, in terms of the Monsters in general, like I said, they've been doing pretty well. They currently sit uh, one point or two points out of playoff contention. Um, they are on a one-game win streak. Uh, they beat the Rapid, the Grand Rapids Griffins, uh, the game previous to that they lost to the Wilkes-Barre's Grand and Penguins. Then they beat them in overtime before uh, losing to the Syracuse Crunch. That is the games in March. They are, like I said, currently sitting, I believe, two points out of playoff contention. Uh, the Rocket just lost a game, which does help. Uh, the uh... Oh, and the Senators won a game, which does not help. The Monsters are uh, at the bottom of the North Division, but... Only one point, uh, two points behind Laval. Um, they play their next game is Saturday 
They're playing the Grand Rapids Griffins again and then again on Thursday before taking on the Senators two games in a row. So that is um, four games coming up where they are extremely winnable games. Like, there is a lot of points to be gained from those four games, I feel like. Um, before they have to go face the Marlies, which, I mean, the Marlies are just unreal this season. Uh, they are, I believe, still 15 or now 17 points ahead of their second place competition, you know? So I'm just not even going to worry about the Marlies, but I think those say, games against the Senators are extremely winnable. I think the games against the Griffins are extremely winnable. So big eight points uh, to be got there, and hopefully the Monsters can pull it out. They are two games in hand over the Senators and one game in hand over the Laval Rocket. Um, and then after that, they are three points behind Rochester Americans, who are fourth in the division. So there is literally three points between fourth place and seventh place. So, you know, it really is beyond like the first seed which i feel like they haven't officially locked it up yet the marlies but they're gonna get there like it's uh it's kind of anyone's game there is in fact eight points total between the utica comets in second place and the monsters in seventh so i'm not worried i feel like saying oh they're at the bottom of the division uh, everything is bad this is terrible uh that's not like i'm not worried um it's such a tight division and it's still you know there's still a lot of hockey to be played and honestly i think the monsters can go in and take a playoff spot um and then you know like i've said it a bunch of times all you have to do is make the playoffs um i think getting daniel tarasov back is a huge help i think uh getting chinikov for a boost is a huge help um and i believe the Blue Jackets sent Cole Sillinger down as a paper transaction on deadline day. So he is going to be eligible for the playoffs for the Monsters when the Blue Jackets uh, season is done. Uh, the Monsters season finishes April 16th. The Blue Jackets season finishes uh, a little before that, I believe. Um, I don't have the schedule to hand, but I probably should. Um, the point here is that they are probably going to pick up... Uh, Kirill Marchenko, I believe, will probably go down as well. Um, and maybe uh, Tim Burney also. I don't remember all of the paper transactions that happened on deadline day. But the Monsters, should they make the playoffs, will be getting some reinforcements. Uh, the Blue Jackets finish their season on April 14th. So they can go down for like a game and then the playoffs will start if they should make them. I feel pretty good about that chance. Uh, in a minute, we're going to just look in on some of the big names for the Monsters, who's having a good season, who had a good week, things like that. That's coming up in just a second here on Locked on Blue Jackets. So the Monsters, like I said, they they are having a much, much better season than they were last season. Uh, Trey Fix-Volansky continues to lead the way. He's got 60 points in 48 games. Uh, he's fourth in the league in scoring, eight points behind TJ Tynan, who is sitting at the top uh, for um, the scoring lead. Uh, other guys, I think, you know, we've talked a lot about David Yerichek, who continues to impress. He's got 30 points in 39 games. As an 18-year-old, as a rookie, as a defenseman in this league, uh, I don't know. Let's see where he's sitting in terms of rookie scorers. Um, he is not in the top 20 in terms of rookie scorers, but if we go to defenseman, he's fourth 
um, behind Poirier for the Wranglers, Lucas Cormier in Henderson, and Riker Evans in Coachella Valley. Um, but none of those guys are 18 years old. So I feel pretty good about how Juracek is doing. Uh, like I said, 30 points in 39 games. Um, he continues to impress. And I'm so excited for him to have his full rookie season um, next season for the Blue Jackets. Juracek, uh, by the way, is leading all Monsters defensemen. Uh, Jake Christensen is in second with 26. He's having a pretty good season, but not as good as last season. I think um, he's had kind of a down season, but Justin Richards, who signed his entry-level contract, he's got 33 points in 46 games. Josh Dunn has 31 points in 52 after a really down season um, last year. Emil Bemstrom, who will probably finish out the season with the Blue Jackets, uh, has 31 points. They might see him for the playoffs. And uh, the biggest surprise for me, or not the biggest surprise, but um, the biggest kind of uh, pleasant realization, uh, Owen Sillinger, who is uh, the older brother of Cole Sillinger, uh, has 29 points in 55 games uh, for his rookie season. Um, he's killing it. Uh, he scored against the Griffins, and he has just kind of been overall great for this team. I think he's been a really smart, nice addition. Will he make it up to the Blue Jackets level? I'm not sure, but I do think he's going to be a really good player for Cleveland in the meantime. Um, they have a lot of rookies this season. Samuel Konasko, um I suspect we'll probably be in Cleveland next year, but he's another uh, really good piece. Roman Ashan has kind of taken a step back, but I'm not... Uh, I'm not mad. I'm not surprised. Uh, he was on a really hot streak, um, but he is... Uh, he's a really good depth piece, is is the, the thing there. Um, the Monsters have a lot of really good pieces, and honestly, I think if they get into the playoffs, they're going to surprise a lot of teams. They just have to get there. Like I said... Getting um, Tarasov back will definitely help. Uh, Jet Greaves has been doing what he can. Uh, he is uh, currently has a, an 891 save percentage. Um, none of the goalies have really been as good as they've needed to, but uh, Tarasov especially, I think, has had some struggles. Uh, Jet Greaves has played the most games by far. Uh, him and... Pavel Chayan have kind of been holding it down with Tarasov back. I would expect Tarasov to uh, play the bulk of the games coming into uh, coming into this last stretch of the season. And hopefully he will kind of recover that form that he had towards the end of last season and the form that he has had for the Blue Jackets this season. Uh, so, like I said, Monsters, exciting. Uh, it's all going to be, I feel like the playoffs for the North Division are not going to be set until like the last couple of games of the season. So uh, very, very exciting. Uh, definitely going to be paying attention to the Monsters as they go down the stretch because it's, like I said, it's going to be way more exciting than the Blue Jackets. Um, and that's kind of all I've got for today. Uh, on Monday, we will break down the Saturday night game against the Blues. Uh, we will check in again with uh, how the injury news is coming because the Blue Jackets continue to get healthier. And uh, we'll maybe do a little bit of a mailbag as well, if we uh, if we so choose. But I've been Jay Foster. You can find me on Twitter at underscore Jacob Foster, J-A-K-O-B-F-O-R-S-T-E-R. You can find the podcast at L-O underscore Blue Jackets. If you have comments, questions, criticisms, you can email me at LockedOnBlueJackets at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Thank you for making this your first listen of the day every day. Locked on Blue Jackets continues to be free and available on all podcast platforms. Uh, you can... 
find us on YouTube. You can find us on uh, Stitcher, Podbean, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, all of those. Hit subscribe on YouTube. Hit the little bell button and you'll get notified when all new episodes go live. If you have already done this, I appreciate you. If you're planning on doing this, I appreciate you. If you haven't decided yet, I still appreciate you. Uh, Thank you for listening. Enjoy your day. Hopefully it is less rainy than it is here in Northern California. And uh, until Monday, make sure you stay locked on.